Burnout is way too common in youth ministry. I already did an episode on burnout way back in episode four, but I wanted to take a slightly different approach this time and talk about some of the things that we can do to protect ourselves from burnout by adjusting our lifestyle. And no, I'm not gonna spend the next 10 minutes just telling you to work less and take more vacations. My name is Michael Collins. This is Maximize Youth Ministry. This podcast exists to help you gain skill and confidence in youth ministry. I hope you love the show today. If you're listening to this, you're probably in youth ministry. And if you're in youth ministry, you're probably working way more than your fair share of hours because that's just how it goes. There's always something falling apart that needs to be fixed and always more work to be done. And there's never enough hours in the day to get everything done. So it's not going to do any good to tell you, hey, you need more time off. Everybody needs more time off. But I do have some advice when it comes to your time away from the office, and that is to make sure that you schedule it. Schedule your time away. Don't just wait for it to happen. You need to look ahead weeks, months ahead of time, and figure out what days are you going to be at home resting away from the ministry. Because if you don't schedule time away, you'll never have any time away. And that's what leads to burnout. So maybe, hopefully, it's at least one day a week. If it's not a day a week, maybe it's a day every two weeks. Maybe it's half a day every other week. I don't know. But Whenever you do have time away or you can fit it into your schedule, put it into your schedule and make sure it's in there, it's locked in and don't change it because if you keep pushing it back, again, it's not going to happen and then you're going to end up burnt out, which I know the reason you would push it back is because you want to do ministry and you believe in your ministry and you know that it's effective, but the effectiveness of it is going to deteriorate if you never take time for yourself. So you're actually working against yourself here by not taking any time away. So schedule it and don't change it if you can at all help it. And then when you are off, when you're away, when you're on your weekend, make sure that you are actually away. Be away. When you're away from work, be away. Be at home. Don't be thinking about work or doing work on your computer from home just be present in the moment at whatever it is that you're doing uh, when you're not at work. Because it can be so easy for us, especially ministers, to just be thinking about work all the time, always having new ideas, trying to solve the problems that come up, getting phone calls and emails and that sort of thing. So I highly recommend you turn off your phone for at least part of it. Silence notifications set up an automatic response on your email to let everybody know if they send you an email that you're not going to see it until Monday or Tuesday or whenever you're going to be back at work. And, uh, you know, you might think, oh, no, well, I can't do that because something major will come up and then I won't be there to fix the problem and everything will fall apart. And I'm going to tell you a little secret when it comes to problems that arise when we're at home. Most of them will work themselves out by the time you get back. You'll be amazed if you just give it some time and don't respond to this seemingly very pressing question or issue for a day, how many of them will end up just kind of being worked out after 
24 hours or 48 hours or something like that. And if there's an actual emergency, somebody dies or something tragic happens, people will find a way to get a hold of you. Um, I'm sure if you have kids, they probably have cell phones, your spouse, maybe you have a landline, people have your address. It's not like you're going to be completely cut off from society by turning off your cell phone, even though I know it might feel like that in your head. And maybe you don't need to turn off your phone. Everybody's going to be different. But whatever it is that you need to do to be away from work when you're actually having time off, do that. Because if your mind is still at work, then you're not going to be getting any rest, which is the next point. Whenever you're having a time of rest, make sure it's actually restful. And there are more things that take away our rest than just work. Social media is one of them. I know you want to sit there and scroll through TikTok or Instagram Reels for hours and it feels like you're just relaxing, but you're not. Your mind is not relaxing. You're getting stimulus constantly, a new video over and over and over, and it's just pumping probably garbage into your brain. I don't know about you, but I will spend hours scrolling through videos on the internet, little five-second TikTok or Instagram reels or YouTube shorts or whatever it is, spend hours watching these videos that are all about things that I don't care about, and I will not remember these videos 30 seconds after I scroll past them. It's completely wasting time, and I'm giving my life to this stuff that does not matter. So don't do that, <laughs> which is easier said than done. You know, everybody struggles with it, I think. Uh, at least I do. That's why I wanted to talk about it. It's because it's so easy. Social media apps are designed to be addictive. They're intentionally addictive because these companies want you to be on them as much as possible because that's how they make their money. So the more addictive their app is, the better it is for them. So turn off your phone, delete the app, whatever it is that you have to do. Just don't spend all your quote unquote rest time sitting on social media because you're going to go back to work and you're not going to feel like you got any rest because your mind is just constantly being bombarded with new stimulus and content and anything else. You need to have some peace and quiet and stillness in your life to feel actual rest. Which brings us to the next point, which is find some quiet in your life every day, some stillness. You know, this is what we see Christ doing in the Gospels. He goes away. He leaves. He goes and finds a quiet place to sit and talk to God. And if he needs to do it, we definitely need to do it. This will be the first thing that we sacrifice when things get busy or when a plan comes up our friends invite us out to dinner or anything at all gets in the way this is of our time or our schedule this is the first thing to go it's so important that we spend some time just being still and quiet and talking to god and not just talking to god but listening to him i think uh, too often i at least will pray and just kind of tell god everything and then i just kind of immediately move past and i don't listen for any kind of response or listen to what he might be wanting to tell us or tell me. And you're never going to hear from God if you never stop to listen for his voice. So spend time in a quiet place, preferably outside, 
I say, at least that's what works for me to get into creation. Unless maybe you live in New York or something like that and it's just busy and concrete outside. Um, But if you have access to the woods or a trail or a yard somewhere, go outside and sit and just be still and listen and find some rest in those kind of moments. And it might be difficult, honestly. And that's one of my other points is that our minds, because of our cell phones, are so conditioned to avoid boredom at all costs. I don't know about you, but whenever I start to get bored for a half a second, without even thinking about it, I will reach over and pick up my phone and open up some sort of app. And then most of the time, hopefully 30 seconds later, I'll wake up and realize, what am I doing? Why did I just pick up my phone? There's nothing on here that I wanted to see. And I'll set it back down. But not always. Sometimes I'll sit there and scroll for a while. But it's because my brain cannot handle being bored anymore. It's too easy to immediately be entertained by something because we carry the internet around in our pockets. Boredom breeds creativity in our heads. And it helps us to calm and find that quietness inside our own head. That's the hardest thing for me. I can find somewhere quiet to sit outside. But to get my brain to stop generating thoughts and ideas and everything constantly that are just not even things like I'm thinking about anything important, but just movie or some embarrassing thing that happened to me years ago or just replaying a conversation in my head, just stuff that doesn't matter, just to get my mind to quiet and be still for a moment is incredibly difficult. And that's something that I'm working on every day if I can try, (laughs) if I can remember to. And I recommend you do it as well. Now I've got two more tips, two more things that I think we can do, we can add to our lifestyle that will help us to avoid burnout and really be resting when we're resting. The first one is journaling. If you don't have a journal already, I highly recommend it. Just pick one up. There's lots of different ways to journal. Find some method that works for you, but sit and sit down and just write out your thoughts, write out what you're doing, we feel like is going well in your life, what you're struggling with, write out your prayers. Just take some time to put pen to paper because it helps us so much in organizing our thoughts, It help, which in turn helps us to have a better understanding of our own minds and helps us to become better speakers as well because we're good at organizing our thoughts and putting them into coherent sentences. So spending time every day journaling will vastly improve your ability to sift through the ideas and thoughts and stimulus that's going on inside your own head and help you to find that inner peace of the the quietness of the mind that I was just talking about. So spend get a journal, write down your thoughts, spend some time doing that every day. And then the other one, last tip here is exercise. Exercise every day. And I know most people say, I don't have time to exercise. That's not true. I'm not saying you have to drive to the gym and do an hour-long workout, but if you have the ability to move from one side of your house to the other, then you can walk for exercise. It's very simple to exercise, and hopefully, if you have time for an actual workout routine, that's great. If not, just do some sort of mobility. Just find some moment in the day to go and move your body intentionally only for the purpose of exercise 
and it will help you so much. It helps your mind, it helps your body, makes you healthier. Uh, our bodies were not designed to sit at a desk for eight hours a day and then go home and sit on the couch for the rest of the day. We need to find some sort of physical activity. And it can be, you can do it in a minute a day. One minute. You can get, it is all it takes to get your heart rate up. So it, you might feel goofy if you're doing push ups on the floor of your office, but it's going to help you. It's going to help you rest when it's time to rest. It's going to help you get your mind focused when it's time to focus. And it'll help you avoid burnout to find some sort of physical outlet like that. So I hope that these will help you. I hope you loved the show and remember, love the kids all the time, no matter what. I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed that episode. At the time of recording this, we have five reviews on Apple Podcasts and four on Spotify. I would love it if you could go and increase that number by one. It'd mean a lot to me and let me know that you are out there, you're listening and you're enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening.